Welcome to Second Act podcast. Second Act, it's a continuation and yet an evolution. It's finding meaning, fulfillment and deep sense of purpose. Through these podcasts, I would like to invite people who experienced their second acts, found a bigger purpose for themselves and are ready to share their stories because we truly believe that learnings happen through conversations. I say Basak Sinner. Did I spell it right? You're welcome to Second Act Podcast. Yes, that's right. Thank you very much okay. for inviting me. Beautiful. So I say uh, is an internationally accredited leadership development and well-being coach. That's a long designation for her, but her work is really value-based. It is something that is so impactful which touches the lives of business leaders, uh, even prison warriors, even um, students in some way, uh, NGOs, and uh, in specific to women. So a lot that uh, I say is doing uh, in her personal capacity. Uh, she is also uh, studying mental health uh, in deep and, you know, and bringing out beautiful analysis from it and putting it in her work so that the world becomes more stable and uh, the well-being and the mental fitness regains after such a bad COVID spell. So welcome, Isaiah. Did I miss anything in your introduction? No, that's perfect. Thank you. Great. So Isaiah, uh, this is a second act podcast. And uh, second act, as I say, is something that gives you a bigger meaning in life. And seeing your work, there is so much that I can already read when you had sent me your initial introduction and the work that you're doing. Um, where did it all start? How did you start working in this space, being from a profession of medical, uh, if I'm not mistaken, dental, mm -hmm. and now mm -hmm. doing so much on the mental well-being space? How are they two connected? Yeah, thank you for that question, because my journey is really atypical. When I graduated from dentistry, as you said, I was thinking that uh, I need to create an impact in the world because that comes from my childhood. Very shortly, I had a lonely child. I was from uh, school to home, home to school. So I was uh, living in an industrial uh, area so no gardens no children at my age so actually i have grown up by myself and i was always telling stories to myself about the world which is happier uh, fairer and there are opportunities for everybody to grow and connect with each other and this was between the ages 7 to 12 and uh, Starting from that age, I was thinking that, okay, I need to do something greater. So when I graduated from dental school, those years, patients weren't uh, being treated uh, like, let me say, most polite words as themselves. They were treated as numbers. And I thought there's something really needs to change here. 
So I was looking for opportunities. What can I do? What will be the best way to change this mindset in healthcare management? So I started my MBA at business administration to learn more about effective leadership and team management. And after that, I was very curious about behavior, the dynamics of behavior, because as we all know, uh, the core of effective leadership and team management is behavior, but what are the determinants of behavior? Regardless of cultural or socioeconomic differences, then I started my PhD in Finland. Then it was about understanding the determinants of behavior in two countries, Finland and Turkey. So after assessing the common denominators of behavior, I said, okay, what is the most effective way to change behavior? So how can we change behavior so that we can change leadership behavior and have a more effective team engagement? And then I started working at the University of Copenhagen and I designed and executed a coaching project after taking my professional coaching training and coaching since that day 2010 has become my passion and i designed and executed this international project with uh, my team my two international teams because this was also an international project in turkey and denmark uh, long story of short at the end, uh, I witnessed the journey of over 150 uh, people, individuals whom I coached during the six months over 60 hours, 600 hours. Uh, so it was an amazing journey. I really enjoyed. I learned a lot of them, but what impressed me was to see how this people transformed how their lives has changed through coaching and this project also won some several awards but my real award was the transformation of people how i served these people through coaching and then i said okay coaching really works but and my approach because i have a unique approach and i said Will it really work in the worst case scenario? Because I'm very curious if it can serve for the worst case scenario because we have crisis in the world, we have uh, worse situations, will it really work? So universe, I think heard my voice or pray. And then I had a job offer from University of Dundee, Scotland. And it was this time very challenging, also contributing to my resilience journey because it was about training uh, male prisoners in the prison for three months as a female. And uh, I have no idea what Scottish culture looks like. And at that time I designed and executed this project and then for two years, I ran two cohorts and I, I witnessed how even these people in the worst situation with negative mindset and you may imagine with negative self can transform to positive self and also 
became advocates of coaching so that they can transform change in others, their peers. So that is hopefully not so long, but this is how my journey up to 2020. And then I had my second act. Actually, this was my first act. <laughs> That's amazing, uh, I say, because um, the moment that I'm hearing your story, it's bringing in so much work that you're doing, um, not only in the sphere of uh, women during the COVID times, but also very fascinating story of how you're working on ground with the prisoners. And that being from a dental profession is very unique itself. So not everybody is doing it. And I'm sure that, you know, lots of people who are hearing it, uh, you know, through your own experience can make out that if we choose a profession, uh, you know, we don't have to just stick by it and only do that. We have so much more that we can discover and bring out our second act, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Yeah, I totally agree because sometimes, yeah, we say because, you know, we are not sometimes lucky to grow up in some countries to really know what is our real purpose or to have an education in alignment with our true purposes. But and then we think that, oh, it was a waste, waste of time, but actually it's not a waste of time or it's a mess. It is turning uh, your mess, I will call, if you think so, to a massive impact because, yes, uh, I didn't really like to, uh, to be in dentistry, but I have learned a lot and then I truly started with health behavior and health behavior is let's say the most complex one and then when you go deep dive into the health behavior you see that all behaviors have the same core fundamentals but health behavior is the one if you can change health behavior of someone you can affect leadership behavior employee behavior and any other type of behavior because health behavior has an impact on other behaviors and then from there you can use your uh, this uh, mess or the education you didn't like as a pilot to thrive and also this gives me unique strength or unique expertise because now i can I have a blended professional training in medical sciences because I have a deep dive into the sociology of health, uh, sociology of dentistry and uh, public health. And I have business uh, administration MBA at that and coaching profession. So I can blend, I can put on different hats so I can connect with uh, my coaches, I don't call clients, or the per people I work through different hats. So this gives me a very nice, flexible move. Very beautiful. Uh, I said that um, when you're talking about, uh, uh, you know, taking care of your health and being a better leader, what does mm -hmm. that really mean? I, I mean, you know, because health is something that is not developed just suddenly it is to be taken care of over time so what is your advice when you're talking to leaders yeah that's a very 
good point and it's a very deep subject but i will try to make it short for first leaders need to walk to talk we say and we are today talking about uh, rising unfortunately rising mental well-being issues at workplaces employees uh, mental well-being are getting uh, worse or let's say has been negatively impacted by COVID-19 uh, challenges and leaders need to be a role example of taking the care of themselves. So always employees or team members model their leaders. As a leader, uh, that's great if you can show that you are taking care of yourself, you are having me time to do some uh, physical exercise, you are taking regularly uh, care of your diet, your sleep. That is one aspect, but actually as a leader, you need to walk to talk of well-being in three dimensions. That is uh, physical health, as I said, but also mental health and social health. And mental health is, in my opinion, the core because it affects how you lead, how you work, and how you connect also with others. I say Thank I you. ask you in particular, uh, you also work a lot with women, right? And uh, mm -hmm. yeah. this whole uh, one and a half, two years has not been easy at all for women. So when you're doing your coaching and your counseling and you're you know, taking programs for women, um, how are you really reaching out to them to create more resilience or more power to them or to uh, create more stability and um, balance, uh, which is so required at this time. Mm -hmm. So if I heard you right, you are asking me how I reach to women leaders. Uh, what I want to know is how are you helping them uh, to Yes. How are you helping women leaders? Uh, because they've gone through a lot in these two years and uh, they, you know, how do you tell them that they should be a balanced and a more um, authentic leader or, you know, a more authentic person? Uh, because there has been so much uncertainty. What do you reach out and tell them what they should do? Uh -huh. Thank you. That's very, very uh... Good question. Of course, uh, I coach every leader, every woman leader in a different way because their challenges are very unique. But how uh, the main point or what I do mostly is to help them to connect with their purpose, their higher purpose in life. Because woman has a tendency, this is a tendency, just uh, they are trying to juggle many tasks, even though men are laser focused, uh, women, are, women leaders are trying to juggle between many tasks and they become very emotional and then they are burned out with emotions usually. And sometimes they don't have uh, confidence uh enough about achieving what they really want but of course these uh i never 
coach through these assumptions, but these are the challenges we I usually experience. And what I do first is to understand uh, what are their challenges and where do they see themselves. And most importantly, I believe I just go deep into uh, exploration of their strengths. Very well done and very well said, I say, because um, the way you transition from, you know, doing a little bit of visualization to actually finding a bigger purpose, I think we all need it. And once we find it, I think the journey to self becomes a lot meaningful. So that's a very beautiful insight. Um, I'm glad that you're doing this work and I'm sure that there are women leaders who can see the change within them when they're working with you. Uh, when I know a little bit about your work, you also work on sustainability, right? To work with um, partners, stakeholders. Uh, on the UN, uh, uh, you know, motives of creating sustainability and healthy environment. So tell us a little bit about it. What does that work like? How can we make our environment more greener, healthier, uh, better to breathe in? What can we do as leaders? Yeah, this is a very good question. So thank you. And that's very, very important. And uh, my point is, as leaders, I think first we need to, my that is my opinion, that is very general one, but we need to have uh, equality in terms of uh, the numbers between female and male leaders, because unfortunately only 26 percentage of all uh, all leaders in the world are women. So this is imbalance. And if you are leading from a point of unbalance, then there wouldn't be any sustainability. So first we need to, we need more female leaders and we need to remember that this is not a competition because female leadership and male leadership are like yin yang and each leadership has own unique talents and over uh, some strengths, specific strengths. And if you look at women, for example, women leadership, uh, women uh, touch is, I always, is not simplified, but it is uh, one of the leadership styles we need more than ever for sustainable till now, because this is, Woman leadership is mother touch, I call motherly. So it is very compassionate. It is very taking care of it. And also there is research showing that woman leadership is transformational and man leadership is transactional. So woman, uh, trans, let's say transformational leadership is about uh, more engagement, more empowerment, and also being more authentic. Transactional is about, you know, about processes, tasks, and how to do it more uh, effective way. So if you can combine these two, empowerment, engagement, being authentic, with how to do tasks things, so this 
to leadership, we will have a more sustainable uh, world. But on the other hand, there is one another point that is why I'm working with business leaders. I'm saying that what do you think about leadership, sustainability and mental well-being and also uh strategies and they said oh all these are different topics and they needs to be handled different and different interventions and i bring to the table after discussion and showing that no actually they are all one you need one strategy that i provide this five stage model and showing that you start with first uh, growing as a leader and then what is it so asking you and yourself i'm giving an example starting point what is my purpose as a leader what are the personal purposes of my employees and how these purposes are in alignment with organizational purpose because alignment with the organizational purpose is the key driver for success of any business and then okay this is our we are aligned with organizational purpose let's say we worked on that okay how we can bring sustainability goal into this organizational goal it can be environmental goal it can be social role or it can be a health related sustainability goal sdg3 well-being or sdg13 climate change sdg8 infrastructure or you may say that okay all three let's say well-being and infrastructure and climate change and all this fits with my organizational goal and how can i synergistically implement these three to my organizational goals and make it my part of make it make them part of uh, strategy my organizational strategy and there is a way you don't need to uh handle every sustainability goal as separate there is you can there are ways to handle them uh, synergistically as one as part of organizational goal and then of course we go through how to uh, have these uh, goals implemented what are our challenges but most importantly, again, when we are implementing these sustainability goals, how do we leave these goals? Because these goals shouldn't be as tick boxes or just uh, some measurement items at the end of every year. So we, how we can live with these goals? How can we live by experience and show our stakeholders, customers that actually we are passionate and we are living these goals? And then, of course, combining at the end all these goals to a higher purpose, for example, it can be uh, helping children who are suffering hunger from in the world or doing some uh, just growing forests. And this is for organizations. Sometimes, sometimes it happens and leaders or managers 
say that, okay, I want to be coached for my uh, personal challenges, but I also want to uh, contribute to sustainability. Do you have a way? And yes, I say there is a way because this is, uh, I have this program when they are becoming mentally fit, they are also contributing to uh, contributing to the world to become more sustainable and i have a package that so this is not either or there is always a way to uh, strategically and synergistically blend how to become a powerful leader not for only success but also contributing to sustainability and higher purpose very, I mean, you know, when I'm listening to you, I see that uh, you're so passionate about bringing a change in the world, whether it is through your coaching and mentoring, whether it is through your sustainability, sustainability project, or it is through all the work that you're doing in the space of women. So very proud of you, I say, and I wish you all the very best. Just before you go, I want to know what is your well-being mantra? What do you do for your own personal well-being? So I do my, uh, okay, that's a very good question. Uh, every day since over the last 10 days, uh, sorry, not 10 days, <laughs> 10 months. <laughs> it has been 10 months. I'm doing uh deep level of meditation and if i can give the name this is connecting with my higher purpose and that is by joe dispenser and that is actually one hour every morning and also before i sleep and i also blend this with my mental fitness applications exercises every day and i also have my me time uh, before every meeting or before i do some tasks and my philosophy is or the way of thinking is if i cannot help myself let's say putting the oxygen mask on myself first then i cannot help uh, others and also the other way of saying is first I need to see how all this helps. And if I know the way, at least a way, I can help the others from the point of uh, true well-being and true mental well-being from a stage of positive mindset. Wow. I mean, uh, I would love to know more about um, the work that you're doing through deep meditation. Uh, we will connect one-on-one -on, -one on that. And uh, thank you, Aisa, for your time and uh, all the work again that you are bringing in. It's a pleasure to be speaking to you and definitely an inspiration from where you started to all the things that you are doing with your own growth and development to make this world a better place. So thanks so much again for being on this podcast. And I'm sure that we will touch base again because we are doing similar work uh, and we can learn a lot from each other. Mm -hmm. Thanks again. Yeah.
Yeah, thank you very much for this opportunity. I believe, yes, we can do together uh, more for these people and hopefully we will inspire many to become powerful leaders, not only in terms of physical, but also mental strengths for higher purpose. Yes, that's the need of the hour. All right, thank you so much, I say. See you again. Thank you.